0: Hey, hey, Firestarters, you are listening to episode 234 of the Females on Fire podcast. And for this Fire Friday, this one's a little bit special to me because we are going to be talking all about planting those seeds that are going to grow into the dreams and the goals that you're pursuing. We're going to talk about calling things into existence and to tie all of that beautiful stuff together. I am going to be sharing with you the story of how our females on fire conference and the venue that we are hosting the conference in all came to be because it is such a cool story. So I'm so excited to share all of this with you, give you a little behind the scenes, but also just a little encouragement as you pursue your own dreams and goals. So are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey there, gorgeous. And welcome to the females on fire podcast, the place to be if you're an audacious dreaming woman ready to ignite your influence, burn your limitations and spark your success. I'm your host, motivational speaker, marketing coach, and Dr. Pepper lover, Haley Luckadoo. And together with the most incredible women I can find, we're going to bring you the best business and personal growth advice to help you create a profitable biz and step into the highest version of yourself. So welcome to the club Firestarter. Now let's start turning that spark of an idea into a wildfire of success. Are you ready for a revolution? It's time to shake up the industry a little and girlfriend, you're going to want to be a part of this. The females on fire conference is headed to Dallas, Texas, August 7th and 8th of 2024. And it is a conference like no other. We are so tired of stuffy business conferences or motivational speakers that don't give you any actual depth. So we're bringing together over a thousand women, a fire speaker lineup, and some fun twists and surprises for two action-packed days that will change your life and your business. It's time to ditch the drama and the struggle get aligned and profitable and unleash the audacious dreamer and impactful doer inside of you. And with tickets that start at only $97, we're making sure that you can get yourself in the room. So save your seat at the revolution by heading to femalesonfireconference.com and get ready for two days of business, personal, and community growth. Like you've never seen it done before. Hello, hello. Welcome back, my peeps, my friends. Happy Friday. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I am very excited about this Fire Friday. I know I say that a lot with a lot of episodes. I talk about how excited I am, but I think that just goes to show you how much I love doing the podcast. Uh, But I'm very, very excited because I realized on a call with a friend of mine named Candice, shout out to Candice Denise. Uh, I realized on this call, chatting with her about our females on fire conference that we have coming up in August and just chatting with her about, you know, all of the sort of behind the scenes things that are going on with that. I realized that I haven't publicly shared this really amazing story that we have of how we found our conference venue. And, you know, it's not just like we showed up to Dallas and toured some venues and picked one and signed the contract and that was it. We have a really kind of cool story of how this came to be. And so um, I am I'm really excited to share that with you because I just think it's kind of a cool, fun, like behind the scenes. But in chatting with with Candace about this, I realized, you know, she's telling me all this stuff about the seeds that were planted for this and how we called this into existence. And I just thought if I shared this story with you, it would be such a beautiful encouragement that you may need with pursuing your own goals. Right. And I think a lot of times we get caught up and well, someday I'll do this and, and someday I'll do that. And in our hearts, like deep in our souls, we really don't believe that that thing will ever happen, that we'll actually ever pull it off. And so I hope this episode today gives you that encouragement that speaking it into existence is really powerful and you know, that Plant there's seeds you can plant now, even if it's not a goal that you can do right now. So let me tell you this incredible story. I think it's really cool, and then I'll tell you how that applies to you. So when we, um, are, first of all, like a backstory, um, I actually have imagined doing a conference, a real like in person conference for years. (laughs) So you may or may not know kind of my story of my entrepreneurship journey. And I started out as a wedding planner and kind of fell into it. That's a long story for another day that I'm pretty sure I've shared on the podcast before. So you can go find that, but I started out as a wedding planner and even towards kind of the end of my wedding planning business, I was already imagining how fun it would be to be a speaker, to stand on my own stage. Right. And I had no idea what that would look like, but I just knew that vision was already there. And then in 2018, we started this podcast and the females on fire community was born and that vision became a little clearer. And I knew that one day, someday I was going to host an in-person conference, but again, did not know really the details of what that would look like. But my husband and I, Luke, sat around constantly talking about someday when we have this conference, this is what I want to do. This is something I would be into. This would be really cool. We would go to other conferences and look at things that they did. And we were like, ah, if only they had done this, we need to write that down for our conference someday. And so this became kind of a rolling thing for us to, to dream about this someday conference. And we got really into it. The conversations happened more often. The vision got much clearer. And because of all of that, I started occasionally having dreams Of this conference. I was actually like at night asleep, dreaming and dreaming about hosting our conference, standing on that stage, looking out at all of the incredible attendees that had shown up. And it was really cool to actually be having dreams where I felt like I was visualizing this conference, you know, coming to be. And in that, I was also dreaming of a venue. I could very clearly, I mean, it was clear as day. I could clearly see myself standing on the stage, other speakers standing on the stage, looking out at our attendees. I could very clearly see, you know, the seats that they were in and the layout of the seating. I could see the balconies. I could see the like design on the walls, everything. It was so crystal clear. But I didn't think much of it because it was just a dream at the time. What was happening in the meantime was in addition to having these conversations with Luke, where we would daydream about this conference and we would write down ideas about the conference. I have journals and journals and journals of ideas that we've written down over the years. I was also telling other people that this was a goal that I had someday And my friend, Candace in particular was around during this time. And we used to have conversations where I would tell her, this is something I want to create someday. This is what I want it to look like. And this is what I hope it does for women in the entrepreneur space. And she fully understood why this wasn't a goal that I wanted to attack right then and there. It takes a lot of time, a lot of money. And, you know, yes, you should go after your goals before you're even ready, but this one in particular felt like it needed a little more preparation. I needed a little more time to become the person that was capable of doing this the way that I wanted to do it. So it was a someday goal and that's okay for you to have someday goals. You do not have to look at everything and go, what am I waiting for? Let's go after this right now. Um, there are definitely goals you should do that with and stop holding yourself back, but it is okay to have those someday goals. But what would happen is I would tell my friends that this is something that I wanted to create. I would tell my friends about the vision behind it, the intention behind it. I would continue to have these dreams where I could so clearly see the venue and see the conference and see it all taking place. I would sit there and daydream ideas with my husband that we would write down in notebooks and we would talk about frequently. It was happening so frequently. And fast forward just a tiny little bit, our incredible community started asking us, to host something else besides the podcast. And I had a lot of conversations with a lot of women about, I wish you just had some kind of event. I wish I could like really get, you know, in this energy of the community. I really wish there was something else that I could pursue within this community. And it didn't feel right to host an event. It we weren't there yet. It did not feel right to do it. But I was toying with the idea of doing a virtual event and virtual summits were somewhat on the rise and there weren't quite as many of them then as there are now. And so in 2021, I caved and I thought, you know what? I think this will be a great thing for our community. We can try it out and see how it goes. And I went to Luke and I said, I think I'm going to host a virtual summit. And he was like, great amazing. When are you going to do it? And this was the very end of June. And I said, well, August the 12th is females on fire's birthday. And I think that's really special. So let's do it. Then let's do it that week in honor of females on fire's third birthday. And he was like, that's amazing, but that's a month and a half away. And I was like, eh, we can pull it off. It's fine. And we rallied together some of the most incredible women that I know. And they all agreed to speak and they were so gracious and so supportive of the vision and we did it. And we brought hundreds and hundreds of women together virtually for this event. And it went so well that I was like, let's do it again. And now we've run that, that virtual event so many times because we've run it so many times and it was so successful. And we had women constantly jumping into our virtual summit that were like, We would love if you would do this in person. This would be so fun in person. Uh, We really held tight to that idea that our someday dream of hosting a conference was coming. It wasn't time yet, but it was coming. And in 2022, uh, kind of the middle end of 2022, my husband, Luke, and I were sitting around. We were doing our you know, regular daydreaming of ideas for the conference, but it felt different this time. And we were having this conversation and both of us admitted that the conversation felt different. It really felt like we were talking about this as if we were really planning it and not as if it were a someday goal. And so I finally looked at him. I said, are we still talking About someday, or is this something we're really doing? And he agreed that it felt like it was time. It felt like we were in the right space to do it. It felt like I was ready to do it. It felt like the financial burden of hosting an event was not as big of a burden. We felt ready. And with that, we decided to host our first conference. And we decided on August because that is females on fire's birthday month. It's a very special month for us in this community. And we decided on Dallas, Texas, because it felt like a big city that was easy to fly into that had lots going on, lots of fun things. And that was very central because our community is kind of all over the place. So we decided on those details We put it out into the world. We started selling a few tickets and started locking some things in that we were really excited about, but everything felt very new and very tough. And, you know, if, if you've, if you've ever started a really big goal, you know, that sometimes in the beginning, it feels like there's a little pushback, right? And sometimes that's something you need to push through. And sometimes it's leading you in another direction. And so we, we kind of felt like there was a little bit of, of pushback, a little bit of disconnect at every single turn. And the biggest one of those turns was we actually went down to Dallas and went venue searching. And before we went looking at venues, my husband looked at me and said, look, I know that for years now. You have been dreaming of this conference and you have envisioned a very specific venue, but you don't know what that venue is. You've never seen it outside of your dreams. You have no idea if it even exists. And if it does, it's probably not in Dallas. So I love you. I support you. I want you to have what you're dreaming of, but you're going to have to pick a venue that is actually in Dallas that we can actually find. And I was like, I know, I know it's fine. And we went looking at all of these, you know, wedding event spaces. We went looking, looking at all of these hotel ballrooms. We went through so many venues, you guys, we did so many venue tours. It was crazy and nothing felt right. And I just, I couldn't get past this feeling that none of these were our venue. And it wasn't just a disappointment that it wasn't the one from my dream, right? It was this very visceral feeling, gut feeling that I had that these were not right. And so we came back from Dallas, we talked it over a lot. And my husband was finally like, I'm so sorry, but you just have to pick one. And so I picked the best one we had looked at, but it never felt right. And we reached out to the um, event specialist that was supposed to help us sign the contract and get everything in place. And I told her our dates and she said they were open and everything was, was good. And I sent her a few questions. I said, we're almost certainly going to book this. Um, so just let me know what the deposit needs to be. And here are just a couple of other questions that I had and she didn't respond. And two months, two full months, you guys went by of me emailing this woman, trying to follow up with her emailing a couple of other people that were involved, trying to get them to get to her because we knew we needed to get it booked. And in that time, she never responded. And finally, right at the end of 2022, she came back and responded and apologized for the delay, which two months is kind of a wild delay. But she apologized for the delay and she hopped on the phone with me and answered all of my questions. And after a 30 minute waste of my time, to be honest, um of answering all these questions she goes what were your dates again and i tell her and she's like oh i'm so sorry we already booked those dates we booked them about a month ago and i was furious i was devastated i was furious because had she answered me 2 months before we would have had it booked it would have been fine but i was so upset because i was like what are we going to do now we we don't have any other you know venues That we could go lock in really quickly. We don't know the prices of anything. This is this is crazy, and so I decided, okay, you know what? We will deal with this in 2023. I'm going to take the holidays and kind of ruminate on this, and we'll deal with it then. Because we had already sold tickets, so we didn't feel like we could change the dates. Um, That didn't feel right, and the dates were very special to us. So then, in January. Of 2023. Um, some of, you know, if you listened, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, um, we had a very hard loss of my dog who was like our baby and it really brought the start of my 2023 to a halt and was something that I had a really, really, really hard time dealing with and just kind of fast forwarding. Um, we had several other losses in our family throughout the year, and several other hard personal things that were happening. And I was very depressed. I honestly found it hard to get out of bed in the mornings. I did not have the energy and the motivation that I am known for. And I did not want to do anything in my business. And because of that, we weren't promoting the conference. We weren't finding a new venue. We weren't locking anything in. And so a couple of months went by and I looked at my husband and I said, We have to cancel this event. We have to postpone it. We have to, you know, refund the couple tickets we've sold, a couple dozen tickets we've sold because we were actually doing okay for not having promoted it, which is a huge shout out to our incredible community. But I was like, it just doesn't feel right anymore. It feels like we got so much pushback and everything kept falling apart. And so, We reached out to our community. We postponed the event. We said, hey, if you hold on to your ticket, we're going to do it next year. Um, we'll, you know, upgrade you to VIP, we'll give you all these bonuses, it'll be great, or you can get a refund. And only two people asked for a refund, which is wild. Um, what an incredible community that we have. So if you were, if you were an original ticket buyer and you're holding on to your ticket, this is such a shout out to you because we're so grateful. But we agreed that it would still be in Dallas and it would still be in August and it would just be in 2024. And I gave myself a few months to work on myself and heal myself. And then sort of at the end of August in 2023, Luke and I started talking about it again. And we were just kind of talking about the fact that like, okay, we're going to probably have to go back to Dallas and look at more venues and stuff and find a venue. And I started having my dream, that same recurring dream of standing on that stage in that venue for our conference a little more often. And it was, it was a little wild. And in September, the night before I went to a conference that I was an attendee at, um, I woke up in the middle of the night and sp- I've got a you know, sick, I got to leave at 6am for the airport for a flight. And I woke up around two in the morning and I just shot out of bed. I'm sitting in the dark and my brain just instantly was like, I need to Google theaters in Dallas. And I was like, this, you know, it's, it's one of those things, like, it's almost like, you, you know, you've got the the two little voices on each shoulder. One of them was like, you have to Google theaters in Dallas right now. This is so important. It cannot wait. And the other voice was like, this is so stupid. You have, you have to leave for a flight at 6am and you're going to Google theaters in Dallas and it's just going to bring up movie theaters <laughs> and I did it anyway. There was this gut feeling that just said, you have to do this right now. I can't wait. So here I am just sitting straight up in bed in the dark at two in the morning on my phone, Googling theaters in Dallas. It did not bring up movie theaters. It brought up like performance venues where people do um, like performing arts things and, and plays and concerts and all of that kind of stuff. And I had this gut feeling again, click on the third one, skip the first one, skip the second one, click on the third result that comes up. So I clicked on it and right there on the homepage is this giant picture of this venue. And it is the venue from my dream. And maybe you think that's wild. Um, I get chills every time I talk about it. I could not believe it myself. For a long time, I remember telling my dad this story and he was like, You're making this up. I'm not buying it. And I'm like, No, it's true. It was the venue from my dream. And I'm not talking about like it was similar. I am talking about it is the venue for my dream. I could see the color of the chairs. I could see the little embellishments on the walls. I could see the like artwork. Um, up near the ceiling, it has two balconies, which is maybe a little bit unique for a venue. I could see exactly where the, the like spotlights and stuff were that are mounted between the balconies, everything, everything looked exactly the same. And I just gasped. I was in shock. I was completely stunned and completely speechless Because what are the odds that this was the venue from my dream and it was real and it was in Dallas. And I just had this sense of calm all of a sudden that something beyond what I could see was working in my favor. Something was working for me on this conference. And I managed to go back to sleep. And on the ride to the airport, the next morning, I'm telling Luke about this venue. I'm showing him pictures. I'm talking about it. And he's like, this is amazing. Like, I cannot believe this. Um, and he's like, I, I want you to reach out to them, but I don't want you to get your hopes up because we were looking at having a conference of two to 300 people. And so we were looking at these event spaces that hold about five or 600 and this venue holds like 15 or 1600. So it's way bigger than what we needed. And they host, you know, like legitimate concerts of, of really big artists. They host comedy tours of really big comedians, um, and stuff like that. And so he was like, I don't want you to get your hopes up because I, I imagine it's going to be extremely expensive and way out of our budget. So I was like, I know, but I don't care. So in the airport, before I hopped on my flight, I sent them an email. I gave them all our details and I I asked for a quote and if they had the dates available and all of that stuff. And I went off to my conference and at the time, I also didn't really have a clear vision of what would be taught at the conference. I you know, just had some speakers that I admired a lot that I was hoping we could get to come speak. And I was just going to kind of let them speak on whatever they felt like speaking on. And I was like, you know, it's just business and personal growth. That's all we want. And so honestly, it was very fluffy. It was very like not intentional, not thought out. Um, I was just like, I always wanted to host a conference. Let's do it. Let's bridge the gap between business and personal development. We'll have two days, one day business, one day personal growth. And I'll invite these, like big name speakers that I admire so much to come speak. That was kind of the extent of it. So I didn't have a theme. I didn't have a plan. There was no really intentional vision for what was going to be taught, which is like, I think the number one mistake of planning <laughs> planning an event, right? Um, and so I go off to this conference for the weekend as an attendee. and I ended up having a conversation with a woman who, she was in this really sparkly, so fun, um, pink jumpsuit. And she was sitting in front of me and I tapped her on the shoulder at one point, And I said, I just have to tell you how much I love your jumpsuit. It's so pink and so sparkly. And I just love it. It's so fun. And she looked kind of sad and kind of had tears in her eyes. And she said, thank you so much, but I hate it. And I was like, what, why? And I'm thinking, oh, she just thinks she doesn't look good in it, but she looks amazing. And I'm like, why, why do you hate it? And she says, because it's not me. I never would wear this in real life. And I was kind of shocked. And I was like, why did you wear it then? What made you buy it? And she said, well, I just started my business at the beginning of this year. And I went to another conference a couple of weeks ago. I'm not going to name the conference. Uh, she told me what it was I'm not going to name it, uh, but I went to this conference a couple weeks ago and when I was looking at the pictures and the videos from previous years, this is what everybody wears at this conference and I didn't want to stand out. I wanted people to think I belonged there. I wanted to people, I wanted people to take me seriously as a business owner. I wanted to fit in. So I bought this jumpsuit that looks like the kinds of things that everyone else is wearing at this conference. And then I got so many compliments on it that when I came to this conference that we're out now, I figured I needed to wear it again because that's what people wear to these things. And these were my first two conferences. So that was the only thing I had to go on. And I was so sad for her because she looked so beautiful, but she was so uncomfortable. So I said, well, what, what would you have worn if it were totally up to you just to make yourself feel comfortable? And she said, jeans and a t-shirt and sneakers. And I said, did you bring those things? And she was like, yeah, of course. And I said, I want you to wear that tomorrow to, to the second day of this event. I want you to wear it. I'll wear it too. I'm a jeans and a t-shirt girly. Let's go. We'll take a picture together. We'll, we'll be comfortable together. Let's do it. Let's, let's rewrite this narrative for you. So she did it. We took the picture. It was great, but I ended up talking with one of my friends slash mentors, um, who always has been a, a great encourager for me. I was telling her about it at lunch and I was like, I'm so mad that these events foster this kind of narrative where you can't just be yourself. You have to have, you know, the the highlights and the blowout and the longest nails and the highest heels and the straps up to your knees and the really sparkly blazers and the really crazy outfits and the long fake eyelashes and the makeup done, you know, to a T. And and, you know, everybody's just trying to outsparkle each other. And I was so angry that this beautiful woman, her very first experience with a community of women that say everyone is welcome here was a space that she stepped into where she did not feel welcome and she did not feel enough. And we had to sit down and have a very hard conversation about that. And so I'm telling my, my friend, my mentor this, and she's like, well, Haley, if you want that space to exist, just build it, just build that space where women are actually welcome where, and you know, I was going on and on about, I feel like events are so fluffy now, but the speakers are all the same. It's all the same. Multimillionaires hopping on stage and talking about how mindset is the only thing that matters. And you just have to believe in yourself. And that's the only advice they ever get is don't give up and just believe in yourself. And we're seeing the same people at events all the time. And it's these big names who got booked because they're big names and got booked because they're just so popular and they look perfect. On stage, they look so put together. The hosts always look perfect and so put together. And they're jumping on these stages and they're like dancing with their girlfriends and they're introducing these speakers who are these huge popular names. And no real tangible strategies and advice are being given. And women are going home feeling inspired. And two days later, they're back to their normal crap. Because they're not in that inspiring, glamorous room anymore. And I was just so angry. And so she said, Haley, if you want that to exist, you need to build it. You're you're planning a conference. There's your theme. Go build it. Go give them the very hard truths of business. Go give them the hard truths of personal growth and reaching for more. And so my theme was born hard truths. And that's exactly what we're going to give you at this conference. And it wasn't fluffy anymore. It was so intentional that we wanted to create a space for the women that never felt like they fit in for the women that are the jeans and a t-shirt kind of girly for the women that hang out in their college sweatpants all day that are holy and stained and you would never want people to see them. And that's the, the pants you do your best work in. For the women who want to dress up and look beautiful, but they don't have to meet a standard to walk in the room and feel confident. We want to build a space where that advice is so much deeper than just believe in yourself, where when you go home the inspiration doesn't wear off in 2 days and you're back to your normal stuff we gave you real tangible strategies real things that you can go do that are going to change your life and so our theme was born and that's that's what we're doing now and the speakers that we have booked are insanely intentional in that regard and you know most of the people that were on my original list of people I'd love to have as speakers are no longer on that list because I got clear and I got intentional on what that looked like. But in the meantime, things were still working in my favor. And I went back to my hotel room that night. I'm on the phone with Luke. I'm telling him about my day. I'm telling him about this vision for the theme of the event. And I get an email from the venue And the cost of this venue is half of the price of every other venue that we looked at. It was so much cheaper. And we were so excited. We started talking with them immediately about locking these dates in. And we started crunching numbers and realizing that we wanted to bring eight, 900, 1,000 women together in this space, instead of just two to 300, we wanted to open it up to so many more women to get in the room. But in that I had always been really uncomfortable with the prices that we had set for our tickets. And we had done math. We had done research. We had paid attention to kind of what the standard was and what we needed to charge to actually make money based on our budget for the event. And so our original ticket prices where the general admission ticket was $4.97 and the VIP was 7.97, dollars And I was fine with those prices, except I hated that we didn't have an option that was more affordable and more accessible to the women who aren't able to get in the room. Because I've seen so many women who can't go to conferences, even though they wish they could, because they can't afford the several hundred dollar or even several thousand dollar ticket on top of flight, hotel, all of this stuff. And so I was so upset that we couldn't have a more affordable option, but it being our first event, we didn't know how to make that accessible because we have to cover our costs, right? We need to make at least a tiny little bit of a profit off of this for it to be sustainable, right? That's just business because this venue is half the cost of every other venue we looked at and because we can now open it up to hundreds or a thousand women instead of just 2 to 300 we were able to create two more ticket options that are priced at 297 and only $97 for our balcony seats. And so now This vision is so much deeper, so much more intentional than anything I was ever originally thinking. We have the venue from my dreams booked. So it's the majestic theater in downtown Dallas. It's this beautiful, historic 1920s venue that's gorgeous. So we have the dream venue that I've been dreaming about for years. We are getting 800 to thousand women in the room and reaching so many more women that need this event that need this conference. We're able to offer way more affordable ticket options, which makes it more accessible to women that want to attend these types of events. We have a theme that is so needed and so intentional and not something that I am seeing at other events and in the event space. We truly are a space where every woman is welcome, where there is not a standard you have to meet to get in the door, where you are allowed to come be your quirky, weird, fun self in your jeans and a t-shirt or your sweatpants, or dress it up to the nines. If that is who you are, you get to come be yourself and you are welcome for it. And we're creating that type of environment, that type of energy. And then we have speakers who are so bought into this vision. They are so excited about it. They are speaking on such tangible, intentional things and intentional strategies. And it is all coming together. And ever since we booked that venue, we started booking speak- speakers. We started reaching out to sponsors. We started locking in uh, the, the tech team, right? And the videographers and all of this stuff. And everything has felt so easy everything. We've gotten messages from women that grabbed the $97 ticket. Shout out. If you're listening that have said, I'm so grateful for this, because if you didn't have this, this ticket at this price point, I would not be able to come. And I've never gotten to go to an event like this. And I'm so excited. And that's why we created this. That's why we started this. That's why I wanted to build this in the first place. And so I hope the story inspires you, but I want to bring it full circle for you, that as I was sitting the other day on this call with my friend Candace and we were discussing this, she reminded me that where I am saying, oh my gosh, all of it feels so easy this time around. There was so much pushback before, but it feels so easy this time around. Everything is just falling into place for me. She reminded me, Haley, stop saying that because it's not falling into place for you. It's growing out of seeds that you had already planted. And that was such a beautiful reminder that I wasn't just getting lucky, right? Things were working out for us, don't get me wrong. There was definitely something working in our favor, but I wasn't just getting lucky we were intentionally finding this venue, finding these speakers, finding this vision out of seeds I had planted. And some of those seeds were planted years before because I had told the universe, I had told myself, I had told the people closest to me, near and dear to me that support me every day. I had told my friends, I had told people publicly that someday this is what I wanted to do. Someday this is what I wanted to build. And this is what I wanted it to feel like for the women in the room. And because we called that into existence, because I never gave up On the idea of this dream venue that was in my dreams, because we listened when there was some pushback and we followed those gut feelings, that intuition of this just doesn't feel right. This just isn't the right time. No, we're not ready yet. Right. We did that for years. Because we planted those seeds, because we called those things into existence, because I had that conversation with my, you know, mentor friend about how sick I am of seeing this at events. Those are all seeds that were planted. Those are all moments where it was called into existence. And then things started, you know, quote, falling into place because those seeds had finally culminated into something, right? Those seeds had been watered and the vision was finally coming together. Things were finally getting booked and feeling easy because we were in the right lane. It was the right time. It was the right lane. It was exactly what it was always supposed to be. But it was born out of my honest, and true, trusting the process and trusting that this all would work out at the right time. And we may have hit some bumps in the road along the way. We may have tried to book the wrong venue. We may have put it off and had to postpone an event for a year. We may have had to issue two refunds, but you're never going to get to do things that don't have bumps in the road but those bumps that we hit feel like nothing now because we're so in the right lane. We're so where we're supposed to be. And so I want you to remember that, that even with the goals that you don't have the time for right now, you don't have the money for them right now. You don't have the energy or the space or the connections or the audience Or you you don't have something that you need to go out and do them right now. And so you're looking at them and you're saying, oh, it's just a pipe dream or, oh, I want to do that someday, but I don't know if it'll ever really happen or yeah, that's the dream, but I don't know if I can achieve it. Stop saying those things and start speaking it into existence. Start telling yourself, especially, but other people too, that this is the dream that you have someday. This is the thing that you want to create someday, that this is the vision that you have for it. Talk about it often, write things down about it often, share it with your friends and your family and your partner and, and anybody in your life that's willing to listen and say someday I'll, I'm excited for you. I'm excited that you're going to do this goal someday, find those people and tell them about it. Tell your audience, tell your audience that this is your like five-year goal. Put those things out there into the world, say them to yourself over and over again and talk about them. Like you believe that they're going to happen because when you do, and when you continue to call that into existence. Those are just a couple of the seeds that you are planting so that someday when it feels like everything is falling into place for you and this goal feels easy and it feels right and it feels good, you'll be reminded that it is not luck. It is not circumstantial. It is not, um, just a coincidence that this stuff is happening for you. It was seeds That you planted. It was a belief in yourself and this dream that you would do this someday. So I hope that you'll take that. I hope that you'll start to think of those big goals, those big visions, those someday things that you want to do. And you will start to plant the seeds because it's so powerful. Our words and our thoughts are so powerful. And that belief in yourself is truly and honestly, the most powerful thing that you have. It really is. So I hope this was inspiring to you. I hope that it encouraged you to start planting those seeds and speaking things into existence in your own life and with your own goals But I also hope that it gave you a little bit of insight into what the females on fire conference is all about, what the vision is for all of it and encourages you to come get in the room with us because I know people preach all the time. Oh, this is going to be a life changing experience. This is going to be a life changing event, but we mean it. We want to change your life. We don't want you to go home feeling alone, feeling like you just have to get back to it. Feeling like you don't know how to actually make the changes that you need to make. We want you to go home with everything you need, all the tools, all the motivation, everything you know, brought up within you the connections outside of you that are going to fuel you forward. And that's what we intend to create. And so I really hope you'll get yourself in the room. If you haven't grabbed the ticket, like I said, they only start at $97. So we'd love to see you there. It's August 7th and 8th in Dallas, Texas at the beautiful Majestic Theater. And tickets are on sale at femalesonfire.co slash conference. So we would love for you to join us. It really is going to be a life-changing couple of days and you're not going to want to miss it. I promise you, but I hope this was inspiring to you. I hope it was helpful to you. I would love to hear what your someday goal is. So hit me up over on Instagram at Haley Luckadoo and let's chat about it because I would love to support you. I would love to cheer you on. I would love to be that person that you can tell your someday goal to, to speak it into existence. And I hope that you will start doing that. So that's it for our Fire Friday. Tune in next week for more episodes. Go grab your conference ticket. And don't forget that it only takes one spark of an idea to create a wildfire of success. And I think you've seen from this episode that that could not be more true. Happy Friday, Firestarters. And that's a wrap. Head over to femalesonfirepodcast.com to check out this episode's show notes, find fun bonuses, or grab your Females on Fire merch. If you loved this episode, make sure you hit subscribe, leave us a review, and then share your favorite takeaway on Instagram and tag us at Females on Fire so we can repost you. Want more? Join us in the Firestarter Club, a monthly membership focused on helping you grow your business and your network. And tune back in every Wednesday and Friday for brand new episodes to keep you fired up for those big dreams.